Thank you for listening to Talk Jive. The views and opinions expressed in the following presentation are those of the individual and do not necessarily reflect official policy of Tribal Administrative Services, LLC, Talk Jive, its clients, or any of its participants. Listener discretion is advised. Later, he gets the rebound, passes it to the man, shoots it, and boom goes the dynamite. Ladies and gentlemen, you are now listening to The Sports Cap with Thomas the Third and Dylan. Happy Monday, everybody out there. Thank you for joining us again for another Sports Cap. I'm Thomas the Third. And I'm Dylan. And you're listening to Talk Jive Radio. So, uh, this past week wasn't very good for Thunder fans. Um, you know, the last. The last episode uh, that we had, they were down 0-1. Right. And so we were hoping they would bounce back in game two. They did not. Nope. Um, then you hope, well, let's, let's hope they hold, hold serve at home at least, you know, win, win both home games. Right. And, uh, you know, they say the series really doesn't start until somebody loses a home game. Yep. Well, Thunder lost a home game. Exactly. So, down 3-1, going back to Portland. I mean, what are what are the chances that that they they turn this thing around? I give about ten percent chance, and that may be generous. That may be pretty generous, you know. Yeah. I mean, real. I hate to sound that pessimistic, but I mean, yeah, they got beat at home, haven't won the first two at Portland, and it's crazy because they swept Portland in the regular season, which I know doesn't mean a lot, but well, and see, um, your normal thought process would be that. And the Thunder seemed to go against anything normal thought process possible. Like, it would not surprise me to see them come out and win this game by 30. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? backs against the wall. See PG go for 40 and Russ go for 35 and 20 and 10 or whatever. Right. You know what I mean? Like, right. That wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, and, and then it, only to come back for game six at home and get beat at home again. Yeah, like, it, that that's some total Thunder stuff. Yeah, like, and so that's why I'm almost <laughs> – I'd almost think about putting some money on them in Vegas if I was out there because, you know, whenever, uh, whenever you think about it rationally, nothing they do seems like it's a good idea. You know what I mean? Right, and yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But Thunder, they're, they're – they're in trouble, man. They are in um, trouble. If they could at least just get another home game, yep. I mean, if they if they could win this if they could win this game and get back home for a big, you know, I mean, it's must win from here on yeah. out because you you're gonna you know right you're going home after that. But get it to the point where you can go back to Game Seven at Portland. Yeah. So how much you know? I don't know. It just seems like this team is so up and down. It would be the perfect time for an upswing, oh, yeah. you know, yeah, and they just end up winning out and make it to the second round or something crazy, right. you know what I mean? That's and, the thing is the Thunder are never going to do what you think they're going to do, whether it's good or bad. Yeah. I mean, it, that's, that's yeah, the Thunder. Yeah, so that's, that's, uh, that's kind of where I'm at with it, man. I mean, I don't understand the the – the misuse, I guess, of, of Steven Adams. Right, yes. Or I the, don't either. The lack of usage, yeah. I guess. Right. They always start off going to him and feeding him, and then they just go away from it. And it, it, it doesn't no sense. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense to me at all. I don't understand why. It seems like with as good of a as good of a relationship that Westbrook and Canner have, 
it seems like he would want to get him the ball more. Right. You know what right. I mean? Or it, it would be something that usually when a point guard has a really good relationship with another player, they're passing the ball to him a lot. He does that with, with PG. And, right. And I think we're just, you know, it's it's almost that time where we're, we're finally seeing people give up on Russ. Yeah. No, yeah, it is. I mean, it's, that's what that's what my Facebook timeline looked like whenever I looked at it. Yep. This morning. Exactly. Because it was like, that's it. Uh, the sky's falling. It's time to trade everybody. Right. And, I mean, just and it, to me, they have the solid basis, man. Yeah. They, but they've they're gonna have to get rid of Billy Donovan, right? They're gonna have to do that, and I think we got to get some more shooting. And I know we, I think Presty's tried to get better shooting, but it's just. I told you it's it's just like the OU secondary. Right. It seems like people come and start playing worse. Like they leave worse players than they came in. Right. It that's really what does. It, that's what it, it feels like shooters do at, with the Thunder because they come in and they they got these good numbers and mm-hmm. then they come to the Thunder and they just completely fall off a cliff and then they go somewhere else and they're shooting they, good again. Yep. I yeah. don't know what it is. If it's, it, I mean, it can't just be the peak because they're playing in other arenas right. and stuff. Why? Why is it that you can just come to Oklahoma City and it's like the Monstars just stole their shooting ability? <laughs> yeah, right. It's, yeah, I don't know, man. It's like but the, it, the it, ghost of KD past or something. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's a curse. KD started a curse. It might have. Man. Has to be what it was. But yeah, guys, Portland took care of you know Oklahoma City, 111 to 98 last night, of course, and. And uh, game four at Oklahoma City. So now the Thunder have a real slippery slope to climb down 3-1 going back to Portland. And yeah. it's going to be interesting to see how this unfolds over the next couple games. Well, if anybody knows about 3-1 leads, it's uh, it's the Thunder. That's for sure. That's so. yep. That's for <laughs> sure, man. Maybe they can do just the opposite of what they did against Golden State in the Western Conference Finals a few years ago. Yeah. So hopefully, I mean – I'm still holding out hope. Yeah, at this I point, just, it's all you can do is hope yeah, for Yeah, I just don't know. I mean – this team just looks like a mess, and I don't know how you fix it. Like I said, that's that's something that it's it's coming down to like just try hard, right? You know what and I that, mean? Like, and it seems like that's the biggest thing that they're missing is just that try yeah. hard factor. And I just hope they haven't mentally thrown the towel in. You know what I'm saying? Like, it almost feels like at the end of that game, you kind of see that body language, and it just kind of yeah. felt like that. And, you know, it, it gets like that at the end of games sometimes. Like, when you know it's just a, a blowout and you're like, man, we can't do anything about it right. at this point. So, you know, start thinking about the next game. I don't think – I don't think Russ has that in him. Yeah. As 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 many bad decisions as Russ makes. Right. Uh, as a point guard, as, as low his basketball IQ is, is what, you know, people say. Right. There's not any quit in him. Absolutely not. He's that kid that if you beat him up, he's going to come back and with a friend and jump you. And if you stab him, he's going to come back and shoot you. Right. You know exactly. what I mean? Like he's not going to give up. That's that's the thing about Russ, man. It's like if you were to if you, in today's NBA, if you were to build the 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 absolute best basketball player you could and take traits from different guys around the league, you would absolutely take Russ's heart and his will, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like he has that in him. Yeah. So, I mean, but it's just like you said, but the other stuff, the basketball IQ, the hard-headed decisions he makes, the things he does that just drive you nuts. No, but, when to shoot, when yeah, to pass. I mean, it's – It's one of those deals, man. I always, always talk about Russ, like, man, you just you just kind of take the good with the bad, man. It's, right. It's like, it's like being an OU fan. You know, you, you'd be happy that 
you have a better team than OSU. Right. You know, be happy that you're winning, you know, uh, not national championships, but conference championships. Right. But, you know, there's still there's still that idea that, no, we're better than this. We should be winning championships. Right. right. And I think that's that that mix of the fan base. Mm-hmm. I think that that really is some OU football type of mentality that if we don't win a championship, we're just not any good at all. Right. You know, and like it takes I mean, very few teams just win a lot of championships. It takes a long time between, before teams get to that point. Yeah, there's teams like the Lakers and the Celtics that have been around forever since there was only eight teams or whatever, <laughs> right, you know what I mean? Right. But, you know, you have to look at it as it could always be worse. Oh, yeah, for sure, because, man. Because, like, at, at some point – you have to have that mentality. Like, are you gonna get mad and say, "I'm I'm just gonna pick a new team every time they don't win a championship"? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, you can't. You, you're gonna have to ride with them anyway. Right. You know what it, I mean? You already that's that's just, that's the squad anyway. For sure. Unless they were to move out of Oklahoma City, you know what I mean? It's, right. It's gonna be the squad regardless. Exactly. That don't mean that we can't be like Browns fans and go to games with you know brown paper sacks on our heads (laughs) because you know voicing your displeasure exactly you you know you have that right to voice your displeasure but at the same time you know i think that we have a lot better basketball team on average than most cities ever get to enjoy and that's I, i go back to this all the time and i talk about this and i think really i think i think thunder fans kind of got a really good team back in 20 you know 2012 when they went to that championship yeah they got all that undeservingly are just too soon you yeah. know what i'm saying like because there's your they, franchises out yeah. there that's been there because they and, never yeah they <laughs> they never went they, it was just that like this this fan base went through that first like year and a half two years right where it was it was pretty bad but they were they were steadily getting better yes and we watched presty build this team into what it was through the draft right and um now he wasn't able to keep a lot of a lot of those players around, right? But he, you know, they were drafted. It's the same way that Golden State was built, for sure. If you draft well, you can you can put together a team that can make a run at a championship. No um, it, it just seemed like it just wasn't quite the right mix, you right? Know, with with Katie and and Russ, it just seemed like it just just didn't quite work, right? You right. know, and. Um, and KD didn't have the same mentality that he has at Golden State now. Like he's, he wasn't just worried about just you know spot up shooting, open shots, and you know playing the defense that he's playing now. Right. Yeah. Now he's doing, he wasn't doing none of that. No, you know he what wasn't. I mean? Like that. That was it's a it's almost a totally different player. And I understand that the people around him allow him to not have to do as much. Right. So that has something to do with it. But I mean. You know, playing playing defense like that, he that doesn't have anything to do with with your teammates. That's just effort, right? Exactly. So I don't know. I don't know where all that came from, man. But you know, but it is what it is. I just look at it like, hey, we're making the playoffs, right? I mean, to me, that's that's pretty decent. I think we should have probably been better. Oh yeah. And I think they're gonna make some moves in this off season. I think Mm -hmm. that. I think really, Presty is gonna have to give some slack he's gonna have to give up the reins to to a coach yes if they want to get a good coach they're gonna have to give up the reins to 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 them to get 
to where they're going to have control. For sure. And that's that's the biggest thing is this coaching, this coaching search is going to be most important because of how how is the relationship between them and Russ going to be? Right. Now this is this is the NBA. This is a a player driven league. Right. This is a a league where there's not going to be a player on the team that makes less than the coach. Right. And so you have to take that into into account. You know, if you get Russ on board with something. If you get Russ and PG on board with something, Russ, PG, and, and Kevin Adams, or Stephen Adams, then you're you're building something, and you're gonna have a coach that is gonna have the respect of everybody else because they have those players behind them. Right. Now Billy Donovan doesn't have that. No, he there doesn't. Is, there's a complete lack of respect there. I think for sure you can <clears> just I, see yeah. it, man. Like now, I think that was a problem from the first. I think that's what. What my problem was with it from the very beginning, don't bring a college coach in here right. with these dudes. You know, these are superstars. Right. This isn't uh, Utah with Carl Malone and John Stockton who it, were just vanilla, you know what right, I mean? And right, just, No, these are like superstars. This is, oh, yeah. This is Russ that wants to make a fashion statement before oh, yeah. every game. A lot of egos I mean? going, you know what I mean? Yeah, and you have to, you have to be able to do that, you know? You're you have more to of get, just a manager yeah, as an NBA coach yeah, than a coach. You yeah, know what I mean? You like, to, I mean, look at <laughs> look at how look at how Phil Jackson did what he did. You know, it was it was him allowing his players to kind of control. You know, Phil Jackson had Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. He almost let Michael Jordan coach the team because he knew that he was smart enough to know what the best play was, where they were going. Because at the, by that point. Michael had already changed from his, you know, uh, just a dunker and, you know, athlete and all that kind of stuff to where he was a full all-around basketball yes, player. Yes, everything. At that point, he was a coach on the floor. And so Phil Jackson allowed him to do that and say, hey, you know what needs to be done. Go right. out there and get it. Exactly. And you saw Michael Jordan make the right passes at the right times <laughs> and trust people and, you know, see a Steve Kerr or John Paxson or right. a BJ, you know, yeah. BJ Armstrong, whoever – knock down a big shot because he he had that trust but Phil Jackson allowed them allowed them to do that and right. allowed their egos to kind of go you know in an NBA where Dennis Rodman wouldn't have been allowed to do a lot of the stuff that he did right a lot of the you know the antics the the dying the hair getting uh-huh. all the technicals and kicking the reporter and all this kind of stuff yep Phil Jackson allowed him to be that character. Right. And not only was it great for basketball, I mean, it was great for every all the stations. Every time oh, yeah. the Bulls were playing. whether see TV. Yeah, whether you were a pure basketball fan to watch Scottie Pippen play defense mm-hmm. or you were just a, a Jordan fan because you never knew what he was going to do, if he was going to drop 50-something on somebody or, you know, right. uh, break somebody, you know, with seven different jukes before oh, yeah. he shot it over. Add him, another or, highlight know. to the highlight reel. Yeah. <laughs> and so, you know, you never knew of any of it, but there was also that sideshow of Dennis Rodman and his crazy hair and oh, yeah. uh, getting married to himself in a <laughs> wedding dress. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah, just, what in the world? You yeah. know? But it was huge. Yeah, it's brilliant for TV it, yeah, ratings. It was. And, it mean, was. It was must see TV. And yep. on top of that, they were great. They were oh, yeah. a great basketball team because. For all of the crazy shit that Dennis Rodman did, 
he was probably the you know one of if not the best rebounders ever. Oh yeah, you for know sure. behind maybe Wilt or somebody like that, but especially at his size. Right. I mean, he was like six eight. Yep. You know, not big. Right. Strong as hell, but oh, just yeah. not just big. Wiry and yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. what first thing I think of when it comes to a basketball status rebounds with Robin, man. That was his oh yeah his forte. Yeah, I remember watching games where it's like, did that say he's got twenty seven rebounds? <laughs> yeah, what in the hell? Insane. Like, yeah, like the worm. Just crazy stuff. So <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They're gonna have to find somebody that knows how to control how to control well and like I said, not even really control, but allow Russ to be Russ. Right. And, but still keep him in a system. You yeah. know what I mean? It's and that's I think that's the biggest thing with Russ, man, is is being able to dial it down a little bit. You know, right. because he's gotta be he's gotta allow he's gotta realize that he needs to be more coachable. He's yeah. gotta allow it to happen. Even a Lamborghini needs to start off in first. Exactly. You know what exactly. I mean? Like, right. You, there's all them gears there for a reason. Yeah. You don't have to go Straight, right. straight to fifth, yeah. and, you know, zero to a hundred exactly. in seconds or whatever. For sure. So sometimes there is some of that, and I think I think that's just a it's a learning thing. Yeah. And I mean, how hard I I, I have no idea what it's like to be the best athlete right. on at any point. Not when I was in little league. Right. Uh, not whenever I was in t ball. Mm-hmm. There was there was I'm in no that same point. boat, man. <laughs> there was no point in my life where I was just like I'm athletically superior to everybody else on this court. Right. Now, the thing about it is that NBA NBA players, everybody in that locker room has been that player exactly. at some point. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just that Russ is still that player. Yes. That's the thing about how do you how do you tell somebody, listen, I know you can jump over this dude and put your nuts in his face and dunk on him. Right. But maybe you should just stop and put, hit that little that pull-up jumper. Right. Or, you know – pump fake and and pass it or you know what i mean like right like you don't there's have sometimes to... he's just gotta he's gotta slow it down he's gotta take take care of uh what needs to be done instead of just trying to push and 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 it's it's such it's such a hard deal to do to try to balance that because you don't want to take that away from him. No, nope. you don't want that. Yeah. You know, you don't want to say don't go coast to coast and dunk on somebody's face if you right. can. You right. know what I mean? But sometimes, you know, just make it's, better decisions. Exactly. And how do you tell somebody like Russell Westbrook to yeah, do that? Exactly. You can't. I mean, like, who do you who do you bring in that he's gonna respect? That he's gonna that he's that, gonna say, oh, okay, you know what I'm talking right. about. Right. That was gonna be my question, man. Like <laughs> who who. What prospects, like what names, what do you think? Let's say they do, you know, lose to Portland and they fire Billy Donovan. Is there anybody that comes to mind? I've, I've heard Mark Jackson's name thrown around a lot. I don't know about that. I yeah, mean, I mean, he's a point guard. Yeah. I mean, he he's the one that kind of had Golden State turned around before they got Steve Kerr. Right. Um, but, I mean, it's like, I don't know. You I don't, mean, Steve Kerr would be the obvious choice. Right, for sure. I mean, he ain't going to leave. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so, unless – Unless the whole thing falls apart in Golden State, like some people are predicting. Hey, yeah, it's gonna you be know, interesting. because Boogie. He, I'm pretty sure he tore his uh, his quad, right? Yep. And so you got Boogie. Um, he's a free agent, I believe. Right. Clay uh, is gonna be a free agent. Yeah, you got KD is gonna KD. be a free agent. Um, uh, you got Steve Kerr talking about how Draymond's getting on his damn nerves on the sidelines where you could just clearly see him say it, yep. you know? <laughs> yeah, so, 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 I mean, I don't Draymond know. Draymond may be trade bait. Yeah, yeah you, like, you never know what's going to happen there. Um, you know, I, always, I still like the idea of Mo Cheeks. Yeah. You know, oh, yeah, for sure. You Why know, not? Russ already has a good relationship with Mo Cheeks. Yeah, Mo Cheeks 
had a chance once mm-hmm. at Philadelphia. Right. But I don't think there there has been a more dysfunctional basketball program right. in the NBA than the Sixers were after after Allen Iverson. Right. And they went through the whole Andre Iguodala mm-hmm. phase. And then they started all this tanking and just terrible. I mean, there was a there was a space in there that was just really ugly basketball. Like when Andre Iguodala is your superstar, right, right. That's not a that's not a very good team. And no disrespect to Andre yeah, Iguodala, Andre's been a great yeah, he's player. been an all star and that kind of thing. But he's not he's not a shouldn't be the face. I don't think he's the leader of a squad. Right, you know what I mean. He's not a superstar. Right. So I mean. I don't know. I think I think that um, I think that he's been on the bench long enough, mm-hmm. and you know, been around some pretty decent coaches, and you know, and the thing about it is that Mo Cheeks actually played the game, right? Played point guard, mm-hmm. and was a very athletic point guard, tall point guard. Right. You know what I mean? So I, I could see that. I mean, Mo Cheeks is the one you see on the sidelines talking to Russ when yes. Russ is pissed off. And, yep. You know what I mean? He's the one that's over there in his ear, and and maybe. Maybe that's a hire that you make solely based on his his you know his relationship with Russ because right. Russ is here he ain't going away yeah the Thunder made it a he point ain't, he ain't trading him Russ, you exactly. know what I mean the coach has to go yep I think for that's sure. I think that's it you know what I mean yep and it, it was it's kind of a weird situation because I always want to ru- uh, root for the Thunder right. I want them to win for sure but at the same time I've been wanting Billy Donovan to get fired for a while me too and I know the only way that's going to happen is if we lose in the playoffs yep. And yep. so, as much as I would like to make a run and go win a championship this year, I don't think that's possible. Right, right. And so, why don't we, you know, we chalk up this one year. We still got Russ and PG locked up for another, what, three years, yep. four years? Mm-hmm. Get a new coach. I'm telling you. Make, a new, make, you know, make another run at it. Yep. See what you can do in the offseason. Right. Uh, a lot of, lot of spots to fill in the offseason. If they could just make some smart moves, for sure, get the right players in. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought Markeith Morris was going to be a lot better than what too. he was. I did too, man. but um, you know, kind of I big. guess there's a reason why he got cut. Yep, for sure. <laughs> you know, yeah. So. Well, you know, it's, it's, we go down again. It's the third year in a row, first uh, first round exit first in the round playoffs. Exit, yeah, so something's got to happen, I, man. And and. I know a lot of it goes on on Russ, but you have to hold Billy Donovan accountable. You, you for do. It. I mean, you're you're the coach. You're the head coach. Yeah, that's all there is to it. And like I say, you can't fire the point guard. Exactly. You know I mean, yeah, he's you're stuck with him. Exactly. That's it. That guy know, is the face a, of the Thunder. Yeah, you already signed a whole lot of a uh, whole lot of deal on that. So yep, he's gonna he's gonna be now. Speaking of Russ, man, um, I, I ain't even been really paying attention to this, but. What's up with him and Trammell? Yeah, man. So like, there, you know, there's a history that's between them, and nobody knows for sure what's going on. But I'm sure you remember, it's been three or four seasons ago where there was the you know infamous uh, video of Russ the press conference where Barry Trammell asked him a question, and Russ was being real short with him, and then uh, Trammell's like, "Russ, did I do something to upset you or something?" And Russ says, "No, I just don't like you." And ever since then, every time Barry Trammell has asked Russ a question, it's been next question. Next question. Huh. Any other reporter, Russell, answer. And so, like, I really don't know what's going on. And at the end of the day, like, I think it does reflect reflect poorly on Russ. I think it is a bad look. But, like, man, you know, you don't know what, what, what all has gone on between them. And, like, me personally, just me personally, I'm not a big fan of this particular reporter, Trammell. But, you know, I don't know. Well, I, so – 
let me ask you this. How likely is it that this is a Ali Cosell type of deal? Yeah. Where it's where it's just just to drum up the the media. Yeah, man. I, I mean, how many times has Barry Trammell's name been brought up in the past couple of weeks? Exactly. On national, you know, right? Or otherwise, they wouldn't know who the hell Barry Trammell is. Right. Exactly. You know, how much of this could just be contrived? Just kind of be, hey, you know, every time you ask me a question, I'm gonna tell you no. You know, right. Next question hey, man, you never know. Nothing would surprise me. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know? Like, but. So, I mean, you know, it'd be interesting if someday, you know, Barry Trammell just comes out with this long article about that, you know right, what I mean, or like right. some book or something and cashes in on that. Yeah, you, know? you never know, so, man. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's a it's an interesting interesting dynamic. It is, and it's been going on for a while, but now, obviously, with the playoffs and everybody, you know, tuning into these nationally televised games, they're seeing it, so yeah. that's why it's kind of surfaced. So, real quick, before we, uh, before we get off of here, uh, let's talk a little NFL draft. Sounds good. So, um, all signs are still pointing to Kyler Murray being number one. Yes. It seems like it's just gotten stronger. It's just pretty much a consensus that he's going number one. Right. The only thing that people are wondering is if it's going to be the Cardinals or if they're going to trade out of it. Right. So, so what do you see happening there? What What's your gut telling you? Man, my gut's telling me that he's that Kyler's going to end up an Arizona Cardinal, man. I just think with Kingsbury taking over the reins and being such a quarterback coach and mm-hmm. guy and uh, coaching firsthand against Kyler last year at Texas Tech. It and seems like a, a matchup made in heaven. It really does. You know, but um, – you know, the obvious is is they got to figure out what they're going to do with Rosen. You know, the quarterback that they drafted with their first pick just a season year. ago. Yeah, yeah. So, so how how bad does that look? It on looks a, really bad. On an organization that you just drafted a quarterback in the first round, and right. you're going to come out and draft another quarterback in the first round. Yeah, and that's, that's one thing that I've I've noticed a lot of. Uh, a lot of GMs and and teams they don't like to admit that they were wrong. Right. So if something like that happens, where you know they they obviously got a bust on their hands, but they try to hang on too long. No, no, it's still gonna work out. You know what I mean? And it kind of reminds me of Trump voters, like they're they're holding out for the impossible. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, but yeah, now, uh, I know another another one of them that they've been talking about is. Um, the Bosa kid. Mm-hmm. So um, he's he's talking like he's going to be a, probably a top three pick, right? Right. Where where are they projecting him to go? Because he's he plays on defense, right? Right. Yeah. And is he a D end or I think something? He's a defensive this, end. I think I think um, so, or maybe a linebacker. You know, there's so many there's there's so little difference between <laughs> a defensive end and a linebacker, right? Um, now, especially like whether you're running a three four or four three or whatever, you know what I mean? Like a like a four three defensive end is almost the exact same thing as a as a three four linebacker. Right. Yeah. I mean, they, yeah. and they almost they almost change them out. You right. Know what I mean, just depending on whether they're going to put their hand in the dirt or not. Mm-hmm. And then even then, you have players like Jadavian Clowney and people like that that didn't even put their hand in the ground and just rush from standing up. Right. Right. So yeah, that's a that's a different that's a different thing, man. Who who we got? Who's San Francisco? looking like they're going to draft. And where do you where do you think we need to go? Well, what positions are we in? Well, saying I'm looking I'm 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 not going to lie here. I'm being assisted a little bit here looking at this, but uh it you know, it's saying basically the 49ers that their highest need right now is at defensive end, followed by wide out, cornerback, a, a guard and a safety. And I mean, there but the first thing that stands off to me is like 49ers have been needing uh, just that, you know, 
real legit wideout for a while now, man. They really haven't had that receiver that's just – they had Jerry Rice and they had T.O. Then since then, it, they haven't really had just that absolute playmaking wideout, yeah, you know? even then, um, there was J.J. Stokes. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they've like, had some guys a, sprinkled in. There was but, a, lot of, a lot of decent, you know – Decent guys that they had a they had a pretty pretty solid uh, receiving room mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know I, I wish they could get another receiver man pick up Hollywood maybe oh yeah where they got Hollywood projected man I haven't even seen that because from what to... I've heard this isn't a very deep quarterback I um, mean you know, wide receiver draft right yeah I think he's pretty much the favorite white gonna be the first white out off the board they're thinking you know That's so because cool. I'm I'm anxious to see him get to play. Uh, in the NFL, right? That's a, that's a cool deal, man. I always enjoy watching the uh, OU players, right? Wherever they go, you know, for sure. Maybe even check on the OSU players every once in a while. Yeah, but. yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Sure. So I'm, I'm gonna be checking. I'll probably be checking out the uh, if I'm not at a softball game. You know what? I might be at a softball game. Right. Well, so it's, it, it's that season. Technology, though, man. You can check the draft yeah, out on your phone yeah, and stuff. So that's a good thing. Yeah, I will be. I'll, I'll be. I'll be <laughs> checking in on it and, and scoping it out and see where everybody goes. And um, man, it would be awesome. If if Arizona does draft him, yep. because they've got Arizona and the Browns on a Monday night game, right? Oh yeah, this year like they already released the schedule, right? And that right there kind of tells me that they know that they're going to draft him. Oh you know yeah, what I mean? oh so, yeah. And I mean, and it's good for me and you as Forty Nine er fans too, because like I said, man, the Niners really need a defensive end, and mm-hmm. then you're gonna have Nick Bosa sitting there at that second pick for the Forty ers So that yeah. that's a win for me and you too. Yeah, definitely. So if we just get Jimmy G to stay healthy at quarterback this year. That that too, because we we've never seen him play a full year, right? Right. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, when he did play, out. the wins started accumulating. That's what's yeah. crazy. And then as soon as he goes down, there go the wins. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, we know how that is. We're 49er fans. So. Yeah, we're the black sheep though in this state, man. Yeah. Ain't nobody care about the 49ers. Yeah, that's except all right. a handful of us. We worry about them cowgirls. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> all right. Well, that's gonna do it for the sports cap today. I want to thank Dylan for coming in, and uh, thank everybody for stopping by and checking us out. We will be back on next Monday, and this will be up on podcast. So if you missed any of it, you can go to the podcast tab on talkjive.org and uh, check out all of the podcasts there, all of our old episodes and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah. So uh, for everybody else here at, at Talk Jive Radio, I'm Thomas Third, And I'm Dylan. And we're saying peace.